What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be giving back to the fans a little bit, okay? Today's episode is all about you guys messaging me, and even when it comes to the sneaker part, changing it up a little bit. I got a guy that fucking just took a shit on me, really, and just left me a big message about what I should do with the sneaker part of the podcast, and kind of ripping me, saying like, you do this wrong and you do this wrong, but you know what? Instead of fucking hating on him, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen a little bit because it, it actually makes fucking sense. Um, before I get into the episode, there's a couple of things. My friend RJ gave me this camera. If you can't see it, it's on the it's on the visuals. He gave me this camera, or not gave it to me. He let me use his camera, and he was like, "Dude, you got to get better fucking picture quality." And, you know, your lighting looks like shit. And he was just really, really just judging the shit out of me for my uh, poor fucking skills at making a visual podcast. And I thank you, man. This is a beautiful camera. It's way better than my phone. But I just can't figure it the fuck out. And when you, when you have a camera like this, I guess the video has to stop every like 28 minutes. And you have to like restart it. So it would have, I would have to pause the podcast and then like edit in a part that's like a blank screen. I don't fucking know. I can't, I can't do it. Okay. So I fucking blew it. The sponsor on today's episode is RJ and I can't do it. So anyways, I know what it's like to be a fan of a comedian or to be a fan of any TV show or any personality, anything, you know, when you're a fan of someone you want to be able to connect with them in some way. And as I build my fan base, I always tell people that regardless of how many followers I have or regardless of whatever the fuck's going on in my life, I want to make you guys the fucking priority, right? Because without you guys, this show doesn't fucking exist. And I am, uh, I, I just, I, I like to give back, you know? And my way of giving back on today's episode is. Instead of you guys asking me questions and me doing a little Q&A, I want to start every 2019 episode off with me asking you guys questions throughout the week and then you guys answering them and I share the stories on my podcast. And I planned on asking a few questions and then just reading one or two of them. But on today's episode, there's so many fucking good stories out there that I figured I can't I can't just not do it, you know? And the fucking true thing is, there really wasn't that many topics that I wanted to talk about on today's episode. I could have talked about like Bird Box and fucking Bandersnatch and some of like these surviving R. Kelly trending topics, but who gives, who really gives a fuck, you know? R. Kelly's a creepy fucker. Bandersnatch sucked really bad. And uh, here I go talking about the topics that I wasn't going to talk about. Uh, to sum those three up, R. Kelly's a fucking creep, and don't don't do it. Uh, second thing is Bandersnatch sucked, and I love Black Mirror, but it was a huge letdown. And I'm not gonna try to give any spoilers, but in this, well, if you don't know what Bandersnatch is, it's a new Black Mirror movie that they put on Netflix, and the whole point of it is that it's like interactive, and you get to choose. It's it's cool. It's really dope. The fucking concept, the idea of it is really awesome in the sense of like, I get to decide what this fucking kid, I don't know why, what the lighting's doing now. Um, it's really dope in the sense of like you, the main character, you're deciding what he's going to do in every single fucking like situation, you know, that's dope. 
But what sucks is the execution of it and how if you don't pick the right fucking thing, he's going to like wake up or you have to redo. It's just, it's just dumb. Okay. In the movie, you get to pick two things and it's supposed to be like, whatever the fuck I pick, the rest of the movie is going to go out that way. And it's going to change the ending of the movie because of what I fucking picked. Cause it's supposed to be interactive, right? But it's, it's a fucking lie. When you pick something, if it's not the right answer, then he like wakes up or he says like, I'm going to try this again. And then you have to just pick the right one. So there's not multiple different endings. There might be like two, but for my fucking picks, he just kept waking up. And then by the time it was like an hour and 45 minutes and I was like, all right, forget this. I'm over it. So Bandersnatch gets a three out of 10 for me. Bird Box. I could talk about the Bird Box challenge. Um, Bird Box is a movie that came out with Sandra Bullock, which is the fucking sexiest. Oh my God, dude. I get fucking hard just looking at her in the movie. Um, not really, but she's so fucking hot, man. And it's not even about that. The movie itself is fucking beautifully. It's like, it's creative in the fact of, or not creative. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's beautiful in uh, like how scary it is without having to show you anything. And it's dumb in the sense of like how there's nothing that you're fucking looking at that's scary. But it's awesome because it's like both both sides are cool, you know? You don't need a fucking clown to jump at, out at you to be scared. And you could have done a little bit more than just having some air that people are scared of. But uh, my, my fucking ratings, I'm definitely going to give it five bags of popcorn out of five. And it's just, man, if you don't fucking, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Now, let's get into the fucking fan topics and stories and all that, because everything I just said was kind of iffy, and you might not even know what the fuck I'm saying. So I asked all my followers on Instagram and Snapchat, I said, hey guys, tell me a story about the worst Tinder experience or online dating experience that you've ever had. And we got a fucking great set of questions here. I'm going to try to not read off the names, but I realize that I have a fucking screen behind me that says the people's names. So just don't look. This girl says, one time I went out with this guy from Bumble and we went to this expensive Italian restaurant that he picked and he paid for me, which is cool, right? You paid for That was good. That was nice. I offer to pay for myself like I do on any date because I find it kind of rude to just assume that the guy should pay, which is good. You know, points to you. You understand uh, how us guys have it when it comes to dating, which is pretty fucking shitty. Um, Then she says, anyways, he insisted he would pay for me, so I let him. Then when we went back to his house, he tried to get me to sleep with him. And when I told him no, he said, well, I didn't just buy you dinner for nothing. And then I made him take me home and never saw him again. So this guy is a, a piece of shit, right? We could all we could all agree here. He is a scumbag and he's kind of the type of guy that thinks you can just pay your way into a girl's fucking pussy, right? And that's maybe a little bit vulgar, maybe it's a little extreme, but that's just it's just the truth. There's guys out there that by the way I say this as I'm wearing like a very fucking flashy shirt. There's guys out there that will buy super expensive clothes and buy fucking get the nice cars and take you to the nicest restaurant. And the only fucking thing, the only thing they want is to fuck you. So don't like, you can appreciate what a guy has 
And as much as I like to dress nice, I really do it for myself because I just care about how I look. But I never try to like flex that on a girl. I wear nice shit because it's like part of my job is selling shoes. So I'm not going to sell expensive shoes and then wear fucking Skechers when we go on a date, right? I'm not a stroke job. But I do have fucking like a personality that I'm willing to show you when we go out. I don't need to be like, babe, you fucking like my Corvette? You want to... You want to fucking bang now? I don't need it to be like that. So this guy is a piece of shit, and good for you that you didn't fuck him. This is a long one. Um, basically, she says that her friend was on a uh, on a date with a guy from Bumble, and he showed up to her house like three hours late with his friend, which is fucking weird. So she called her, this girl that messaged me, she called her friend and had her over. And then the guy said, like, we were just hanging out here because we needed to kill time. We're going to go fucking pick up drugs now. So, you know, was that a good story? It was okay. It was a little fucked up. Uh, and then they found out that the guy was actually, like, had a girl back home that was pregnant. So, kind of good guy, you know, good guy. Hey, you got a fucking pregnant girl at home and you're going to go hang out with another girl on, from Bumble? Probably a quality guy that you're dealing with there, right? Now, this girl, she's a fucking huge fan of the podcast. I can't say her name, but you know who you are, and thank you for sharing this story. She says, I went out with this hockey goalie. Never mentioned anything about height because I'm usually... Because usually goalies are tall, and I'm super short, so it doesn't matter to me. I show up to the date, and he's very, very large in width and, uh, and five foot one. He went to pay and I pulled out my phone texting my friend saying he's so sh fucking short and doesn't look like his pics. Turns out I actually sent it to him instead of my friend. That's fucking great. Uh, and then she says like, I tried to fucking make up for it. And he said, I guess this text wasn't for me. And it was very awkward. And then she said, after he finished ice skating, I was ready to dip. And he went in for the kiss and I leaned back and ran to my car. And man, this guy couldn't have had a fucking worse date. Um, just, I kind of know what it's, no, I actually don't. I've never went in to kiss a girl and got rejected. I've asked a girl like, hey, do you want to hook up? And she said like, no, you're a fucking fuck boy. But that's better than, I'd rather like be embarrassed over text because I'm at home and I could be like, hey, you know, I fucking struck out there. Then to like, how can you be the guy that like leans in for a kiss and you're like, and then she fucking backs up. That's, man, that's unfortunate for that fucking guy. Poor, poor you, man. I feel bad for you and you didn't deserve it. Well, no, you kind of, well, maybe you didn't deserve it, you know, but definitely say like, hey, I'm a hockey player, but I'm only five foot tall. You know, let her know because height's a big deal, right? I mean, I don't care if a girl's tall because I'm fucking six foot one. So if a girl's taller than me, then then that's fucking really like rare. And then I feel cool because it's like, dude, I hooked up with this girl and she was seven foot eight. And then it's still something I could brag about and like tell my friends and like flex. But if I'm a girl and I'm five feet tall and I show up to a date and the guy's shorter than I am, something's odd. And then if I text him the message I was trying to send to my friend, I would feel so fucking embarrassed. So, you know, good for you. I would fucking leave too. This girl says, went on a date with a guy and he was chill. Then halfway throughout, oh, they were at, uh, they were at Buffalo Wild Wings on this date. And she says, halfway throughout, his girlfriend walks out of the bathroom 
and tells me it's not a date. It's an interview to be their playmate to spice up their relationship. They said they both wanted me, so I said I was going to go to the bathroom and left. So first of all, you did the right thing here. That was really fucked up of uh, these two. If I was in your position, right? If I'm sitting there and I'm on a date with a girl and the guy walks out and he's like, yo, dude, I got a fucking plan, man. You, me, and Rachel, we're going to fucking bang. I'd be like, listen, bro. I get it, right? You fucking can't finish her off yourself, so you want to invite a guy in that maybe knows what he's doing. You get a guy that's pretty decent looking, um, so you fucking invite you invite me or you invite someone, and you're trying to get it. You just fucking just don't do that. You know what you could do? Go on Tinder, make a fucking profile that's of you two, and explain what you guys are looking for. A lot of people are fucking phony as shit when it comes to Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and all these websites um, or like dating apps. And they say things that aren't really true. Um, a lot of guys, w- which I've seen from my girl's friend, like my girlfriend's profiles, um, a lot of guys will be like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm 23 years old, I own my own marketing firm, and then you meet them, and they're like, oh yeah, I work at Dick's, but like my dad's fucking, my dad's hooking it up soon, like I swear to God, and it's like some fucking bullshit story, or it'll be a guy that says he's 26, and he's really fucking 21, and shit like that. I, the only lie I've ever done on my profile is sometimes I put that I'm 21 just because 21 is a better age for like a 38 year old. And when I'm trying to like find a MILF or find a cougar to hang out with and play checkers with, not have sex, no sex, um, when I'm trying to find a cougar to just spend quality time with, I would like to say that I'm 21 because at least she thinks like, oh, well, he could go to a bar. So maybe he can go to my house and play chess. Right. So I keep it really fucking real, especially my hinge profile. My hinge profile says hinge asks you questions. Hinge is the fucking best one. If you guys are looking at online date, use hinge, fuck Tinder, fuck Bumble. I don't even use those anymore. Um, Hinge is cool because it asks you questions to put on your profile. So it has like 30 templates and it'll say like, my favorite things are, or it'll say, I dream about blank and you have to fill in the blank. One of them says like, you should not go on a date with me if, and then you have to fill it in. And mine says, it says you should not go on a date with me if you're not okay with me putting your foot in my mouth. Because it's like, hey... I got a little bit of a foot fetish. Let's fucking put it on. Let's put it out there. You know, let's let the girls know this is what you're getting. I also have a picture of my fucking nails so they know that you're not going to go on a date with me and she's going to be like, wait, what the fuck is going on with your hand? I don't want to do that because it's uncomfortable, right? Then one of my questions is, um, on my profile it says like, what I'm looking for. And I put on there like, I'm really just looking to have some fucking sex and maybe go out to eat and make a new friend and just hang out. I travel a lot, so I can't really do a relationship thing right now. And I'm planning on moving, so it's probably hard for it to work out. It's very fucking out on the table. This is what you're fucking getting. And uh, this one girl messaged me yesterday and she was like, hey, you have a foot thing and you have your nails painted? I'm fucking in. And she was like totally into it. So some people appreciate honesty and a lot of the girls that I meet on on these websites that like message me or I don't know why I fucking keep saying websites. A lot of the girls that I meet on these dating apps just like say like it's super cool that you're straight up 
And you know, that's fucking, that's the, that's the big part that people miss about online dating is just tell them what the fuck you want. If I was like, yo, I'm looking for a relationship and you could be my main chick and then we hang out and then I try to fuck them. It either looks like I tried to like take advantage of you in some fucking creepy way or it looks like I'm a fucking piece of shit douchebag and I was just trying to hook up when I was telling you that I was going to date you. So if you're a guy or a girl out there, don't lead the fucking person on. Just put what you're looking for, you know? A lot of people are just looking for sex. Girls like sex equally as much as guys do, as much as you fucking can't believe that one. Um, a lot of girls out there just want to get fucked. And a lot of girls out there think that cuddling is a fucking like no-go. So you don't know until you fucking ask, is my point. And I just said that in 800 words. Anyways, this story says, Met a guy on Tinder, dated for two months, and dumped him because he told me he wasn't above hitting a woman. And I said, what do you mean? Like he, did, like he wanted to hit you? And she said, I met a guy on Tinder. He seemed cool. We started dating, and we were out, and I did something funny. And he laughed and said, I'm not above hitting a woman. And then said, uh, I'm not too good of a person, so I'll hit you if I want to. So, pretty good. Um, definitely fucked up. Definitely don't, yeah, like she dumped him, which was the smart idea. I don't really, there's nothing I could say there. If you even think about hitting a woman, you're a piece of shit. And that's so obvious that I don't even need to sit here and talk about it. Um, yeah, I would have I left, or I would have filed a restraining order. I'm kind of, I'm really bitch when it comes to shit like that. Like if someone says like, hey man, I'm going to fucking kill you. I don't really take that as like a joke. Or if I'm getting like harassed online or like someone's following me for even 20 minutes. I fucking like just do the thing that you would do if it got to an extreme point, right? File a restraining order, find out who the guy is, make sure he can't fucking find you, block him, whatever you have to do. Just do it all, right? Because if you don't do it and then he kills you, you, you're dead and you can't do much anymore because you died. This one says, oh, honey, I have plenty. I love how it's a lot of girls that are telling me these stories, but I think there's a few guy ones at the end. There was a time I was hanging out with someone and I was friends with him. We went to the movies and because that was like all there is to do, which by the way, first dates, movies are great. Go out to eat and talk to the person and, you know, I used to want to go on date, like movie dates with a girl because it's like, yo, I could fucking grab her thighs. You're not going to, there's nothing you could do that's like hot in a movie theater besides hold hands. And don't be the couple that's like fucking like third row. You know what I mean? Unless there's nobody in the movie, I guess it doesn't matter. But she says he wore nunchucks over his shoulders the entire car ride. And when we got to the movies, he made it clear that it was a date and he took pictures on Snapchat and posted me all over his shit. And when we were paying, he literally walked away from the register. And when the girl was ringing it up, I was shocked because I didn't know if I was supposed to pay. And then he tired the fuck out of me in the back seat. Oh, and then, okay, I don't know how to read. And then he tried to fuck me in the back seat of his car in the parking lot. Let me know. Let me know if you want more. I have a lot. So... I mean, this one's kind of, I, I don't know where the nunchucks, I'd like to know more about the nunchucks part than him not having you pay. And by the way, girls, I get that like a guy is supposed to pay on a date most of the time, but there's guys out there that fucking aren't having that shit. I've been on a date before, I think I told the story, but I've been on a date before with a girl and 
I like the check came and usually I like to get a look from the girl or at least like do this. Just do this. Here's my hand. Just act like you're going to put it in your pocket and pull out some money for me or for the bill, you know, at least fake, like grab your purse and be like, no, but I can though. And then the guy, let the guy be like, no, babe, it's totally cool. Like I got it. Don't worry about it. Because then it's cool because the guy knows that you tried to pay, right? And even if you're a girl that doesn't have a lot of money on you and you're expecting him to pay, fake the fucking like, I'm going to just get my purse and act like it. Because then he knows that it's his time to fucking grab the ball and dunk it. If he's a fucking stand-up guy, he'll tell you put your purse away and he'll fucking take it. But other thing is, if you act like a fucking cunt on a date He's probably not going to pay. So don't, don't be a twat. Okay. And that goes for guys too, but it's like different because guys, the girl's never going to fucking pay for us unless she's a fucking dime piece. Like, I don't even know how to explain like a unicorn, a girl that would offer to pay for me on a first date is like, I better fucking get married to this chick. Cause that's never really going to happen. And for all you fucking feminists out there i'm not saying that a girl doesn't have the right to pay it's nothing about power there's no you we are both right fucking here i mean if you can't see what i'm doing i'm holding my hands out equally we are both here okay there's none of this we're fucking right here all i'm saying is most of the time guys pay and for the girls out there that want to be feminists pay the fucking check then Okay, you want to be a feminist? That's great. Girl power, all that, independent. I agree with you. Girls are fucking great. Pay the check then. Um, just a little fucking thing. But, you know, or offer is really the point. I, When I'm on a date, I always pay for the chick. But if I feel like there's a little bit of like gold digger or like she's using me or she treats me like shit, then I'll either pay for it and I just think in the back of my head, hey, I lose this 30 bucks on her dinner but I never got to see this girl again. Win-win for me, right? Kind of. Um, or if she like makes it, a, oh, what I was going to say about the date thing was I went on a date with a girl and she looked at me and said like, I'm not paying for this. And straight up, like before I could even pay, she's like, well, I'm not paying for my part. Like you're the guy. And it's like, really? You got to fucking be like that? Like, now I don't want to pay for any of it. Now I just want to fucking dine and dash and walk home. I want to leave my car in the parking lot and walk home because that's how fucking mad you just made me. And that's how I'm going to fucking... I'm walking home. Forget it. You could you could fucking walk home too because I'm not taking you home. Um, that's how mad it made me for a girl to just be like, well, you could fucking do that. I was like, oh, fucking really? But I don't know. Anyways... Used Tinder once to find a girl that was down to fuck. Good guy. You know, he's being straight up honest. I hope he put it in his bio. But if he didn't, at least he's being honest with himself. Drove 45 minutes to her college. Ended up being able to barely fit inside of her. Not a flex. I'm average. He actually says that here. I don't know if you could see it because this screen is fucking reversed. But he says, not a flex. I'm average, meaning his penis size. And having to fake finishing, which for a guy to fake finish, that's hard. I know girls fake finish a lot because guys don't know what the fuck they're doing in bed. Uh, but a guy fake finishing, I feel like guys could come like guys could come to a fucking bowl of soup because we're just horny as shit. 
But anyways, she says, afterwards, she proceeded to tell me that the reason why she was so tight is because she was abused when she was younger and then wanted me to cuddle and stay the night with her. Needless to say, I felt uncomfortable and never spoke to her again. Uh, that's pretty fucking, that's pretty dark. I think if I was that girl, you know, you've been through some fucked up shit in your past, just don't be, just don't tell him you want to fuck then. When he's like getting his pants off and he's like trying to get all fucking hot, just be like, hey, you're fucking super chill and all, but don't touch me today because you weren't ready, you know? And that was kind of the girl's fault because she should have been more straight up. And it was kind of the guy's fault because, hey, maybe then maybe it wasn't clear that you were fucking yet, you know? Even though she was down for it, so I don't know. This guy says he had a friends with benefits. She was talking all this game about giving good head and started going in and threw up on my dick. Which is pretty fucking... I said, oh God, that's fucking horrible. Girls like to really flex when they're good at giving head. And I guess I could see because like when I'm texting a girl and we're like sexting, I tell her how much I love fucking eating vagina. And I'll definitely say like ride my face. Like let's fucking... I flex it as well. But girls like... I, I think that I'm, I do the job well, right? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that I'm good at doing something and that I'm bad. So that's the point of this is, regardless if you're a woman or a man, if you if you can't fucking do it, then just don't say it because then your partner's going to get let down. If you can't f- fucking put a penis in your mouth without throwing up, then just be like, you know, I give okay head and sometimes I'm good, sometimes I fucking throw up. Um so good story, good story from you, man. This is uh, that's a text I got this morning, which is fucking awesome. I'll talk about that at the end. This one says, I think this is the last one. So if you're over this, which I'm having a lot of fun, so I, if you're over it, that's fucking you. I'm sorry, man. But this one says, heads up, this one's kind of gross. A girl on Tinder asked me to come over and fuck her, so I go, so I go. Oh, so he goes there to fuck her. And he says, and when I'm hashtag finger banging her, I pull my hand away and notice that my hand is covered in blood. And the moment I say, uh-oh, and she says, oh yeah, I'm on my period. Hope that's not a big deal. He, well, yeah, it is. It is. So definitely say that. This is something I never fucking ever got into is fucking a girl while she's bleeding out of her fucking vagina. I think that's a time where you take a break, whether you're in a relationship or you're hooking up or you're fucking literally married. When I'm married, if I ever get married, which is not going to fucking happen, but if I ever was married in a hypothetical fucking world, uh, I'm not going to fuck you when you're bleeding out of your vagina, because that doesn't turn me on. I don't get into that. I don't have a thing for blood. I'm actually so bitch. This is the second time I've said that. I'm so bitch that when I, I think Chris D'Elia says that. That's why I'm saying that right now, because I, I just watched this thing. He says so bitch all the time, and I think it's fucking hilarious. I'm so bitch that when I see blood, I fucking pass out. In seventh grade, we watched an animal, like animal documentary fucking video. And it was in, I don't, I don't even know what class it was. Uh, it was like English class. A class that you shouldn't be watching animals get like blood. It, it was about, I don't know, it wasn't even really about animals. It was about people in some country that like churn fucking cow blood and eat the blood clots. And it was, oh my God. It was so fucking disgusting and bizarre 
and I just wasn't ready for it, that I was in my desk sitting down. A lot of people remember this. So if you went to school with me, you remember. I fucking toppled over and was out cold for like five minutes. And then I woke up to like my teacher's hands on my face. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And then this is this is a real story. This is what I did. She was like, oh my God, are you okay? And then someone behind her, I think the nurse was like, what year is it? Or she said, she didn't say that. She said, what, what's your name? And I was like, uh, Mike. And I was fucking kidding. But the fucking look on their face when I said that was fucking hilarious. Because they were like, oh my God, he doesn't know who he is. And they forget, like flipped shit. But uh, that was really fun. And why I'm saying this is, yeah, if a girl's in my bed and she's bleeding, like go to the, let's go take a shower. Let's fucking clean you up. And let's cuddle and watch a movie and let's just forget about the fucking sex for a while. Because the other thing is, I have white sheets. And here's a fucking disgusting story I'll share with you guys. Um, When it comes to sex, you guys know that I'm kinky and I'm fucking weird, right? I... Uh, I like to fucking, sometimes I like to be dominant. And if a girl's really submissive, then we fucking like, if she's like, I'm very submissive, like do all this shit to me, let me fucking take control of me. You know, there's a lot of girls that are like that out there. I hate saying girls because girls, when I think of a girl, I think of like a teenager and I'm into like older women, not old, but you know, like 25, 30, 35, 45. So I'm with this woman and uh, she was giving me head, and we were 69ing, right? So I think it's like, I don't know how the fuck a girl 69s, by the way, because a dick is like going this way. If you can't see what I'm doing, I'm pointing up because it's like, I don't know, it's fucking weird. However, the fuck you girls do that, nice, good job, you know? But th- in this case, she was, we were 69ing. And I feel like really wet shit around my legs. And I'm thinking like, okay, maybe she's just like really sloppy. And I I could kind of get into it. The lights are off, by the way. So then she like comes up and she's like holding her nose. And I hear her talking like this. And she's like, oh my God, I need to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And the lights go on. And there's fucking blood all over my fucking penis and all over my bed, and all over her arms. It looked like she just fucking murdered someone in my bedroom, and she had a bloody nose while she was giving me head, and uh, that was fucking disgusting, and it was like a like this big, a puddle of blood that seeped through and is still like somewhat on my mattress to this day, and that's a fucking gross story for you guys, and I think I met her on, I think, I want to say I met her on Tinder or Bumble, but I don't even fucking remember how we met, but yeah, I mean, that fucking shit is... And it's it's gross when it's out of your nose because it's like... It's just gross in general. I have a girlfriend that... When I say girlfriend, I mean like friend who's a girl. I have a friend that she, uh, she loves having sex on her period and like almost more than regular sex because she says it's like it feels better for the girl. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll pass the fuck out. When the girl had a bloody nose, we're washing her off in my bathroom. And she's like, I got a fucking rag for her and all this shit. And when she left, I was fucking dry heaving because of how like disgusting it was trying to scrub this blood off of my fucking, like I get lightheaded thinking about it. So yeah, bloody, bloody stories. Not cool. Um, the rest of that message says we became friends later and she's a great person, but imagine thinking a stranger is going to be okay with your blood, getting their blood all over you as a complete surprise. 
Yeah, like the fact that the girl said, like, I didn't think that was going to be a big deal. You fucking didn't. Did you think I was going to notice it? Because it's fucking thick and red and stains literally anything. I don't know. I just can't do it. Man, I can't even believe I told that story about the girl giving me fucking... That was pretty pretty out there. I like to just put it all out. I don't give a fuck. Ask me anything. I'll fucking... I'll give you a straight up answer. The year of 2019 is bringing a lot of honesty. Let me, let me preach to you guys for a second if I haven't already. If you do one fucking thing this year... Be more honest. Be more forward. Tell things. When, like when you're thinking something about a person, just fucking tell them. When you're going on a date, tell them everything you're fucking thinking. When you have a friend that's pissing you off, just fucking tell them, you know? Be more straightforward. I think that's my favorite quality about myself and my favorite quality about other people. When someone's straight up, even if someone listens to my podcast that's like a girl and she, when we're talking like we're going to date or some shit and we're flirting and I say like, hey, I have a podcast and she checks it out. I would rather her tell me that's the most unfunny bullshit I've ever heard than have her be like, yeah, I guess it's good. And then like be lying because it just, it's not fucking be real, man. And a lot of people message me. The only messages I get about this podcast, every single one of them from you guys says, you're super straightforward. I appreciate your honesty. You keep it real as fuck, bro. All that shit. And that's what I want to fucking, that's what I got to take that wave and ride the fuck out of it. Because uh, I, I'm realizing that a lot of people aren't like that. So that's what makes me unique. I had one more. This is about the shoot part now. Okay, so... Yeah, in the future episodes, I'm definitely going to be asking you guys more questions. I had a lot of fun doing this episode. I think it's great reading your guys' stories and then reacting to them. Reacting to them. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to fucking speak. Uh, because I think it's like you guys sitting there, when you hear me reading your stories, it brings that fucking connection back that's not... Like what I, went to the, what I was saying in the beginning of this podcast, which is like you want to be able to connect with someone when you're a fan of them. And the whole fucking point of what I do, selling sh shoes to comedians and celebrities, it's like I'm a fan of these people. So when I hear them talk about me, there's there's like not a better feeling in the fucking world than to know that like someone that you look up to or listen to or just are a huge fan of is like noticing what you're saying and appreciating what you're saying and responding to you or favoriting your tweets or retweeting it. Like we've all had that moment, right? Someone you follow on Twitter fucking likes your podcast or likes your podcast, likes your tweet. And then you get a little jolt of like, holy shit, dude, Gary Vaynerchuk favorited my tweet or fucking Kim Kardashian favorited my shit, you know? So I think that's a good thing. And even though now I only have about 500 listeners and whatever the numbers are now, they're not huge, but regardless, whether it's 500 or 500,000, I want to always message back every single person. I want to reach out to you guys on my podcast in the future when I fucking blow up, if it happens, I'd love to always, you know, keep in touch with you guys and just know that you guys fucking matter. Because again, without you guys, this doesn't fucking exist. So uh, now we could get into the sneaker part. The sneaker part of this podcast, I also have a big fan message from. Uh, this guy says, first thing, he, he asked me before this, he said like, hey, do you take criticism and like, am I allowed to give you some feedback? And I was like, yeah, of course. He's like, it's not 
necessarily positive, but it's not negative. It's just some constructive criticism. And yes, always fucking message me. If there's something you don't like on the show, if there's something you think I should do differently, I might not listen to you because I'm kind of stubborn. But 90% of the time, I will take what you're saying and mix it in with what I'm thinking. And there's a beautiful fucking outcome. This is what outcome is in sign language. Um, first thing, I love the podcast. The format works. You rant, you talk about shoes. I'm an avid podcast listeners and I skip shows in favor of yours, which thank you for that, Alex. Um, he says it's an easy listen. It's an easy listen. He didn't say it's an easy listen because that wouldn't make sense. He said it's an easy listen. However, the kicks part needs more love. You should give a pair of shoes Oh, you should give a pair of shoes the spotlight. Going over three or four pairs. Oh, he's saying going over three or four pairs of shoes saying these are dope and the colorway is cool doesn't have value to me. I want to hear about the material, stitching, panels, history, if they have it, composition, use, etc. Go in depth in what makes the shoes awesome. In YouTube, you should do your podcast like you do now and then leave a four-fifth or longer shoe review. Oh, like a four or five shoe review. Just the shoe part. Have the camera on top and just go deep into the waters of a specific shoe. These short videos will get you hella traction. Uh, I think you have the platform to pull this off. It would be huge for you, blah, blah, blah. So I I really am thankful for what you're saying. And I totally agree that I need to go more into the sneaker part of the podcast. Um, At like episode 20 or one of those around there, I had a realization moment that was like, I definitely, he's like, he's right. I need to talk more about shoes. But in my defense, this podcast, even though it's called Kicks and Giggles, the point of this podcast is for me to get out my, like, it's it's just to be a podcast host and to, like, exercise materials and kind of, like, see what it's like to fucking do comedy for a fan base and see what you guys think of it. And so far, it's gone great. So I think I focus on the comedy part, portion more than the sneaker part. And it's not like deliberately and it's not like because I don't like doing shoes. It's just because I'm focused so much right now on trying to get my comedy fucking future going that I can't like my fucking brain can't multitask that. It's hard to like focus on shoes and make a 20 minute shoe part when I'm trying to like tell all these stories and make you guys laugh. So you're definitely correct. I definitely need to re like fucking structure my sneaker portion of the podcast because I do want to give you guys that like good fucking review and all that shit. So I need to work on that, um, which I'm going to take this week, write some shit out. I tried to do it where it was like, um, I tried to do like rock this, stock this, this is what the market's going for, this shoe you should buy if you're a reseller, but I just didn't keep it up. So I fucking am inconsistent and you know what? I'm fucking wrong. So You're definitely right. I need to look more into that. As for the sneaker review parts, I think I would cut up my reviews of like me sitting here showing the shoe off and talking about it. I think eventually I want to cut those up and just post them on YouTube. I don't like the idea of just like having my hands here being like, well, this part of the sneaker is very nice because there's so many people that do that already that it's not different enough for me. You know, I like to be different. I like to change it up. So Uh, Definitely a lot of what you're saying I needed to hear, and it's good that my audience is recognizing the shit that I don't do well. So thank you for that. Um, He also says, this idea came from when I was looking for a review the other day, and I found a dude reviewing fake shoes 
in text. Horrible experience that didn't help me in any way. While you may be a bunch of amazing things, you are the sneaker guy. I should go to you for all my sneaker-related needs as well as a laugh or two. You giving love to the sneaker portion of the podcast will get you very far. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Not Angelo Blandano, the reseller hustler, but Angelo Blando, the author... The author... Can't say that word. A-U-T-H-O-R-I-T-Y of the sneaker world. I don't know what that word says. And I don't want to say it again because I fucking sound dumb. The authority is what it says, okay? I knew that. I was just kidding. Anyways, thank you, Alex. I really appreciate your feedback. And let's get into the sneaker portion right now and see if I fuck it up. So this is what I've been rocking this week. This is a new attempt at a cool part to do in my sneaker portion of the podcast. So I've been rocking these off-white blazers this week. And I got to say, man... I I don't know I don't know the material of these, but I well I guess I kind of do. They got this rubber fucking toe cap right here. Which when it comes to this right, when it comes to toe caps, you think of retro ones that have leather on them. They got the tumble leather. They get fucking creased as shit. Okay, but what I like about this rubber is there's no fucking there's no chance that this shoe is really gonna crease. And whatever the fuck this material is, nylon or mesh. It, there's a lot of, you could bend this shoe and it's not going to stick. You know, you're not going to see that indent right here. So I love that. Also, I wanted to get the orange pair, but the orange pair was like 650 bucks. And I know that when it comes to like beige and white shit, like this shirt, uh, I know that I'll fuck it up. This shirt will get fucking ruined within the next year or two. So I figured I got to go with the black pair. I'm going to wear them, I think in New York. I want to flex these a little bit out there. And yeah, I mean, they're super comfortable. I never wore blazers, by the way, because I thought that they were so thin because they look like a pretty thin shoe. But no, dude, these are fucking super comfortable. And the fucking insole, the bottom of this for a flat canvas, like looking like a fucking basic, like whatever you call that for a flat shoe, it's a very fucking comfortable shoe. So even though it's 500 bucks, I found a way to fall in love with this shoe, and uh, I think I'm definitely going to be buying more blazers now. Plus, you guys know I love my high tops. They got this super high tongue that I fucking love, and uh, that's the off-white blazers for you. The Reapers is what I'm talking about, if you can't see what I'm fucking saying. Now, this is the next pair was sent to me by someone that I fucking forgot their name, but I didn't forget about you because I know that you exist. These are a fucking sleeper. I didn't like any of the other colorways. I thought the fucking Volt pair was trash. I'm talking about these Just Don Legacy 312s. I didn't like them when I saw pictures of them, fucking hated them. Volts, I hated them. But I think this colorway was probably the best. I wish these were my size because I'd wear them and test them out. But I like that they're a little bit higher than the average retro one. I kind of like this strap. I I don't know how I feel about this. They got the retro three bottom. I don't know. It's a good quality shoe. And uh, it's just like a mix. It's like a fusion. It's like a fucking... What are, what are those called? Spazikes or Son of Mars? It's like a cooler version of a Spazike because it's got just Don on the tag, on the fucking tongue, I mean. And I don't know. It's just, 
It's a better version of the Spazikes. It's not the best fucking shoe. It's just a sleeper. And especially in the market right now, these are definitely going up, especially in like size 9, 9.5, 10, 10.5. Um, they were at 130 like a year ago, or not a year ago, like a few months ago, these were at 130. And now those smaller sizes are starting to hit 250. So just Don's, even though I, I'm not a huge fan of them, uh, they're definitely a sleeper and I see these going up in the market. And, and when it comes to quality, they're, they're just about okay. They're not great. They're soft. It's soft leather. I don't know. They're okay. I'm not going to get too fucking hyped up on them. This is another pair of shoes. I kind of just do shoes like as I pick them up. I don't have a thousand shoes sitting somewhere that I'm pulling from. This is literally like shoes that I pick up and do deals with throughout the week. So I got my hands on these. This is my favorite fucking shoe of all time. One of. This is the Bread Retro 1. I don't like this year of this shoe. This is the 2016 pair. And even though these look awesome... Uh, if you see up close, they got that tumbled fucking bullshit leather that I'm not a fan of at all. I don't like how that looks. It looks like fucking fish gills, okay? If you can't see what I'm doing, I'm pointing at the heel tab right now on this Retro 1. And how soft it is. That, that tumbled leather, you can see that it's like little fucking balls or little circles. And uh, I, just, I just hate how it looks. But I have like five pairs of these just sitting here. And I'm probably going to sit on them until the market hits like five or 600 bucks. But yeah, I got another size 10 and a half, which is my size. And I really want to wear these. But the 2013 and like the 2011, whatever the older pairs are, are the fucking better pairs. Um, they got a hard leather, which I'm realizing a lot of people say that the hard leather is less comfortable, which is true. But the reason why I like hard leather better is because when you get something stained on them, you can fucking scrub it off and it's not going to ruin the material. If you scrub this material, it's going to start to fucking fray and it's going to get really shitty for you because then you're wearing a dope shoe that looks like shit and it's going to pull out whatever those fucking materials are in there. I don't know what it is, but it's just, they just look like shit after you scrub these down like a few times. Also, when these get wet, they will darken over time. You might not fucking believe me, but trust me, I had a pair of fucking Royal Ones and they darkened over time because of how wet the toe was getting. I think it was Royal Ones. I don't know what the fuck it was, but um, they, they just, they can't handle it. They can't handle getting beat to the ground. They will look shittier. And the beautiful thing of Bread Ones is that when you wear them, they're supposed to look good when they're beat, you know? So this material can't, this is made for like wear them once when you're going out and only wear them when you're going to do like fun shit that doesn't involve getting them dirty, you know? So that's the end of my podcast. I'm definitely going to work on the sneaker part, you know? I kind of thought me doing the video version was going to be better because I could show you in hand what they look like. But clearly, some people aren't fucking happy with it. So let me know if you have any constructive criticism or any things you think I should do or you'd like to hear from me on the sneaker part of the podcast. And thank you guys for listening. I'm going to go fucking get a drink of water now. So... Take care, everyone. Have a beautiful week. Oh, and go fucking go Bears. I'm a huge football guy. So go Bears.